Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to hour th- two of Gerard at Large. I am your gonna-take-a-risk host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. All right. I am going to play that clip that uh, was sent to me by a Twitter follower, someone who watched the meeting uh, Monday night of the Board of School Committee. It has been re-aired on Manchester Public Television, and there's it's about a nine-minute clip, and it uh, involves the discussion that was had over uh, Nancy Tessier, school board member, who violated confidentiality. And from what I can tell, it's not the entire discussion by a long shot, but it it looks like the person who's put together the clip has basically sort of featured the arguments uh, of why something needs to be done. In doing so, may have spared the people who argued against it, (laughs) but... We're going we're gonna to let it run now. Josh, just uh, be careful, because when I first played it, there was a, an ad that popped up with one of those, you know, you can skip this ad in five seconds, so just so you know. Uh, so let's tune into the to tune, tune into this actual audio clip of the Manchester Board of School Committee for Monday night discussing the violation of board policy, city charter, and at least two state laws by the divulgence or the 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 the, the Breach of confidentiality on a personnel matter committed by school board member at large, Nancy Tessier. I, I think uh, in this light of the allegations that... Um, this, is Bo, this is Arthur Beaudry, chairman of the board. It, there should be some discussion because there was a, an egregious breach of confidentiality. Um, and I can't believe that the district can continue to keep operating um, when we know we sooner, no sooner get out of a non-public meeting that individuals that were talked about uh, or the issues that were talked about within the non-public session get disseminated out to the public. Um, And it's happened more often than not. Uh, I remember not too long ago, Mr. Chairman, you wouldn't go into non-public sessions because of the breach of confidentiality that was happening. I'm reconsidering that. I'm thinking about doing it again. so I think this board should discuss it. I think the, uh, the, the individual that breached the confidentiality should give us a reason why she did it. Um, and uh, I, I think that has got to be out in the public so that we can stop this and um, not have it continue on because this district is open itself up to a huge liability lawsuit by this happening. And. Um, by just receiving and filing it, all we're doing is burying our head in the sand and not taking care of the problem. So I think it should be addressed, and I'll let other people I know want to speak, speak. Committee member Gerard Terry O'Connors. Uh, thank you, Your Honor. I, um, I had thought the vice chair was going to give an explanation of what's before us um, so that the discussion, the discussion can be put into context, but I guess... Uh, since I have the floor now, I'll do that. Uh, and I, I, I honestly don't see any reason to tap dance around this. The reason why this is on the agenda, apparently, is following our last non-public session, my colleague at large sent an email to the entire board, as well as members of the staff that were discussed in that non-public session, and uh, shared her thoughts and opinions, characterizations, whatever it is you want to call it, um, in a manner that, because it 
went to people who were not on the board, and because it made representations about the discussion, uh, primarily of uh, that of the superintendent, um, you know, this, this action was, or this item came to the agenda. And I don't know, frankly, how we continue to run a district with a superintendent who doesn't feel he can come and talk to us in non-public session without it being out either in an email or phone calls before the doors to City Hall are even locked. Uh, the representations there, which we can't get into, and, and I think, don't we need to make a motion at some point to add the email to the non-public minutes so that they are sealed along with the minutes? Um, violated the city charter. We have a letter here from our attorney, and I think it's important that the public knows that this got referred to our attorney, who is here, and an investigation was conducted, and the investigation determined that the city charter was violated, that the right to know law was violated, that RSA 42 colon 1 was likely violated, and as a result, there is jeopardy, both legally to the district, the superintendent's contract, in my opinion, was violated, among other items, and there is liability to the district. The superintendent could have recourse against the board for the breaches of confidentiality. The staff members who were involved in that message could as well. The attorney went so far in his letter as to say that under RSA 42 colon 1, a board member could be removed from office for this. And I only bring that up to underscore the seriousness with which the law takes aim at these violations. And so is it just a matter of violating the charter when you disclose confidential information? Or is it also a matter when, when you do it in such a way as you potentially interfere with the personnel decisions that the superintendent needs to make? I don't think that this thing can be left alone. I don't think it should be received and filed. I wouldn't go so far as to say that the board should initiate whatever needs to be initiated to bring it to court to determine whether or not the breach was egregious enough to warrant removal. But if this board is going to continue to violate those confidences, then we need to understand that it's only because the board hasn't taken action to correct it. And there have been, as the Vice Chairman pointed out, multiple offenses here that have been violations of the Charter, confidentiality, and other things. And this is not anything to do with uh, personalities. I've known Committee Member Tessier for many years, and I've always held her uh, in the utmost <coughs> esteem. But at some point, enough has got to be enough. And we can't continue to conduct ourselves as individual members of the board in a way that continues to undermine the ability of the administration in this district to do the work that we task it with doing. And if the superintendent can't come into a non-public session and have candid and frank discussions with this board about the things that need to change in the district's administration, things which we have authority over, then 
I'll tell you, his professional reputation's at risk, his ability to manage the district's risk, and I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that lawsuit. So I hope that this is not received and filed, because you know if it is, it'll be permission for anybody at this board, unless of course they happen to be um, personally disfavored by certain members. It'll be, a, it'll, it'll be a blank check for this, members of this board to violate the, the charter, the state law, and everything else as they see fit to further whatever ends they have on their own. Really, folks, when are we going to say that integrity of the process matters? Committee member Terrio, Connors, Ambrosi. Thank you, Ron. I, uh, I have a question for the attorney. Committee member Van Houten. Thank you. I would just like to reiterate some of what has been said here. Um, mistakes happen. Mistakes have been made. The integrity of the individual at, at, at question is, is, is unquestionable. I don't believe that there was any malice, any, any due intent, and I would like us to consider that as we make our votes. Thank you. Motion is before us to uh, Parliament. member Beaudry, and then we're going to take a vote. Thank you. I, I, with that being said, I would like to ask um, the individual that made the breach uh, on why she did it and what her th uh, train of thought was. Um, we haven't heard from her yet, uh, and here we are talking about her this evening, but we haven't heard anything from her. So I would like to hear what, why, why you did what you did and what the intent of that was. I have no comment. Okay, we have a motion before us. Roll call, please. Roll call has been requested. That's Van Houten asking for the roll call. The motion is to receive and file. She made the motion to Can receive. Can you remember and file. Van Houten? Yes. Can you remember Ambrosi? Yes. Can you remember Langton? No. Can you remember Georges? Yes. Can you remember Want? Yes. Can you remember Freeman? No. Can you remember Bergeron? Yes. Can you remember Tessier? Yes. Can you remember Gerard? No. Can you remember Terrio? No. Can you remember Connors? Yes. Can you remember Beaudry? No. Can you remember Avard? Yes. Can you remember DeRocher? Yes. Mayor Gatsis? No. Parliamentary Motion passes. Mr. Chairman, can, can somebody vote? I don't know how the charter works, but can somebody vote on, on an article that's pertaining to them? The motion was received and filed. Committee Member Connors. Thank you. I would like to move that we add the email to the non-public um, information from that evening. Second by Committee Member Terrio. All in favor? Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Number 10, consent agenda. Would anyone like to remove anything from the consent agenda? All righty, folks. That uh, was the, uh, the clip that was played. What was missing from that clip, uh, which we will uh, pull together for you and air probably tomorrow, assuming I can get the clip. What was missing was the rather lively and animated discussion we had on my, my motion to amend the motion to require or to release the the lawyer's letter. Now, you heard me in that clip reading uh, some of the findings from the letter. And when I went to, at a second time, uh, uh, cite some things in the letter in response to questions that were asked I uh, by uh, uh, committee member Terrio in particular, uh, he objected. Point of order. Don't we have to vote to release the letter? And then the lawyer became a weasel and... Uh, invoked attorney-client privilege on the findings of his investigation because it contained legal advice to the board. He said, I could summarize, which as you know, I did yesterday. He said, I could summarize what was in the letter, but I couldn't share the legal advice unless the board voted. So there was a knockdown, dragout fight 
on releasing the uh, specific findings uh, of the investigation that was conducted. And that went down in flames as well. So the board effectively not just only voted to receive and file that that, uh, issue, the board also voted to bury the lawyer's findings as a way of preventing the public from knowing what's going on. I don't think that's going to stand, but we'll have more on this right after this break for traffic, weather, and sports.